G'day gang, welcome back to the BNF podcast, just me today, uh, sorry for not uploading in a while, uh, I've been pretty busy, having footy back on every Sunday hasn't really given me much time to upload every Sunday, like I said I would, so I apologise for that, but yeah, just me today, we'll talk mainly about footy, because it's pretty big at the moment, some great things happening, some not so great things happening, but yeah, we'll hop straight into it, with I'll be, I'm obviously a Carlton supporter, so I'll speak very passionately about this. But I don't know what's going wrong with Carlton. We have, in my opinion, one of the best lists in the AFL. And we're still coming out and losing by 26 points to Sydney, who, to be honest, haven't really looked like it all year. I can't, like, it's hard to pinpoint what's going wrong over there at the moment. That is. Don't look anything like it on the field, but I the only thing I can really think of the only, is the coaching because Michael Voss was a champion player, right? Like top, mm, I don't know, I didn't see him play. I'm too young to see him play, but I think he's pretty good. And I just don't know if coaching's his gig. I don't know if he that's his strong point. And I think it's the he's not no he's not getting a message across to players, he's just, you feel like he's just talking, it goes one ear, in one ear of the players and goes out the other, and I don't think it's the players' fault, you can tell they're trying, they're getting a bit, they're not very happy with what's going on at the moment either, they, it's hard for everyone at the footy club, but the only issue I can see is Michael Voss, like, I, I, I suppose I'm just saying I want Vossy out, that's not, that's not, Completely true. I just want Vossi to get better and to get to understand how to not to coach. I'm sure he knows how to coach, but to coach this group of players is going to be a bit different from coaching other teams. He's coaching. He's had success elsewhere. Uh, he coached Port Adelaide to a fair few final series, but the thing that I find most frustrating about him is everything he says in presses after after or during the week in the media. We did this well, we did this well, I was happy with this element. He's just improving, taking the little things out. We don't care anymore. We just want to play finals. It's not it's not I'm I'm content to win every game by one one point if it means we make finals. Or in my life I've seen one final series when when I was two. It's so it's just it's getting to a point where it's just Carlton's identity is losing not losing throughout the whole regular season, not making finals. Last year was easily the problem. Uh, yeah, the best season I can remember. It's just getting to a point where it's just so frustrating, and the fact that they can it happens. It happens every year. They expect us to go and watch whatever's going on out there, and then roll them back, roll up next year, buy memberships, buy all the merch, get excited over summer, and then they just disappoint us again. It's just coming. Typical Carlton, and it's bloody hard to watch from a Carlton fan's point of view. And it's not... I don't even need to get into statistics or anything. It, whatever's going on in in the at the Carlton Football Club is wrong. And I get... It's not the players' fault. It's going to be... It's somewhere in that whole club, that whole organisation. Something's going very wrong for this team. With superstars, common medalists, Charlie and Harry Mackay. Brownlow medalists, Patrick Cripps. Rising star, Sam Walsh. It's just... Not all Australians love Jacob Wiedering or Adam Saad. It's these genuine superstars who 
it's not for an effort of it's not a lack of trying that something or someone is letting down at the footy club and by letting them down it's letting us Carlton fans down and it's getting really disappointing and frustrating so get it right Carlton and make bloody final series like I said we don't care how much we win by we don't care about any of that at this stage all I want is a result I think it's six out of the last seven was lost, and the only win was West Coast, and Hawthorne beat them by 116 points. So let's be real. Then they're not much, are they? So whatever's going on at Carlton needs to be fixed immediately because you can put a fork through this season. It's done. And yeah, I don't know how they can expect us to roll up every single season, get so excited, like, and then just go do what do what they've done this year. They do it every year. Like, yeah, but... That's the last I rant about Carlton, but I'll speak about Harry Mackay for a minute because I feel kind of bad for him, especially. He's a common medalist. He's a superstar player. He's got great mitts. He can mark anything, but he his goal accuracy that's really letting him down at the moment. He three goals, no, three goals, zero goals, three on Friday night, and it's kind of, it's getting to his... Um, stage where I know Vossi says it's hard to believe Vossi at the moment but he says that we that he's harder working than anyone if he's harder working than anyone he knows if he's harder working than anyone he knows then maybe that explains why Carlton is going the way they're going because they he I've can't help but feel bad for him he's just got no confidence in himself he you can you can tell when he's someone struggling in themselves he looks like Looks around, can I kick it to one on that? Okay, I'll go back and kick it. He's got no consistency, doesn't really know what he's doing. But I, if Michael Voss isn't lying, he really is the highest working per, hardest working person he knows. I'm sure he'll get better. I'm sure he'll figure it out himself. Because I guess, I guess when he won the Coleman, it wasn't exactly a, the year. There weren't many goals kicked that year. It's pretty average style of footy being played that year. But... Still, you a common medalist. You like, you know, you're common, a common medal in any year is impressive because during that year you still had some of the best key forwards of all time: Hawkins, Cameron, Rio, all those guys who were going around to win it. It's pretty cool. But you've, I suppose, the message I'm trying to give is: you're a common medalist. Just get your hands dirty, go to work on it, and you'll get it right eventually. But for now, it's getting a bit frustrating because his kicking doesn't—not just his kicking, the whole team's kicking—sort of costs us a game every now and again. But speak about some of the positives at Carlton. Um, Matthew, Matthew Cottrell's one. I'm sort of getting really impressed by. He's um, he's so hardworking. Um, you can I think he had I think it during the third quarter would have had already had 10.5 k's on his tracker and he's just a He's a machine. Uh, yeah, he he's one that I've, he's one that how do I say this? He yeah, he's one that's really flown under the radar recently. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, he um yeah, he's, I I feel like he can be a superstar if he gets a game. He ended up having I'll tell you how many K's he ran, or maybe I won't. No, I won't. I can't find it. But he, he's. 
I feel like consistently he's whenever he gets a game he's going to try so hard. In, in, whether or not he's going to actually play well, he's always going to be there. He's always going to be running. Yeah, but okay, I got to stop talking about Carlton because there are seven other teams in the AFL. But uh, so so far this round, I'm recording this at twelve thirty on a Sunday. So far, um, it's been a pretty depressing. Oh, oh, there's something. There's a stat. <laughs> the last th- all no three of the four game uh one two three four one two three four five games yesterday were decided by seven points. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, not much going on. Some really disappointing upsets. Hawthorne losing the Saints. Hawthorne beating the Saints. You never maybe Hawthorne are good now, but that I feel like. I feel the Saints honeymoon period's over. It's they're um yeah they they might I can't see them getting much better this year. Yeah, but they're, they're still a good team, but no, the honeymoon period's over. Um, Haw- not Hawthorne, the Melbourne Fremantle game. I didn't watch that, but um, look. On what planet does, well, not Freeman, Walliop, 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 what does Stasius Walliop come to Nam and win? It's, that's, the, that's, that's, I think that's the only game Frio's playing at the MCG this year, minus finals, if they make it, and yeah, that's pretty good effort by them to beat Probably, in my opinion, one of the top two teams in the AFL at the moment. Yeah, they're definitely not bad. Um, GWS beating the Cats. I watched a little bit of that one. GWS might be the real deal. I like their coach, um, Kingsley. I think he's great. But, yeah, they 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 could be pretty good. Give him, give him a little bit of time. It's his superstars like Toby Green, Jesse Hogan, who's get it done consistently. Toby Green's a superstar. Good luck. I reckon he's right up there with the best. What do you? What would you call him? You call him a small forward, like or a midfielder, or he's sort of medium forward. He's he's just one. I will say small forward, one of the best small forwards in the AFL. He consistently gets it done. He's just a great player. Um, then we got Gold Coast being the dogs. On what planet is that? That's first game in Darwin for Gold Coast, starting off a fortnight strong. But um, watch a little bit of that, Manny Rao. Absolute gun this bloke's absolute gun this bloke's becoming. I remember in his first year, I think it was the first year of COVID twenty twenty, he I think he played the first six games before getting an injury and I think he had like no not six games. I think he played the first three games before getting an injury. And he and he had nine nine Brownlow votes. So in all those three games he'd gotten three Brownlow votes and he was just a superstar, and I suppose he's living up to that hype now. Because twenty-nine disposal, I think he had fourteen clearances. Round about that, um, yeah, pretty, pretty great effort and a goal, very important goal. Um, not the worst, not the worst kick either. He went at seventy-two last night. He's he's got a bright future, and he's. Pretty funny cat too. Seeing the videos of him eating the grass or him with his pants, like looking like some journalist, pretty funny. 
and yeah, Essendon blew out the Eagles, who they are in a world of trouble, the Eagles. Um, Essendon weren't at far from their best yesterday. They Their best team, they had all their superstars out, Parrish, all those young guns they had out, and yeah, they um, still got the job, job done against an Eagles team who's we're going to see some very grim days ahead because they're just not up to AFL team standard. The, uh, probably the four teams in the who are just sort of non-league teams, just not really competitive, West Coast, North Melbourne, Hawthorne and Carlton. No, not Carlton, they're pretty good. But the, those three teams, West Coast, Carlton, the Eagles, and West... Oh, so can't get... Three teams, West Coast, North Melbourne... And Hawthorne, I just they're not really that competitive anymore. At least, at least two of them, they they just don't really look anything like it. And it's just gonna, especially West Coast, nothing's really gonna get better for them. Well, they they can just look forward to Harley Reid, well, whenever the draft falls November. All the that's the only light at the end of the tunnel I can see for them, unfortunately. But um, tomorrow, not tomorrow today. Got uh, I don't think Dim is coaching, but. Yeah, not so. I suppose you could call it Dim's farewell game. Um, he, uh, what do you call him? Sort of quitting or retiring as coach is that was that? It kind of came as a surprise. His, oh, not a surprise, I guess, but it was. He was never gonna get. You can't. You don't sack a three-time premiership coach. He's brought you from right down here, being one of the wor- worst, most inconsistent teams in the league, to being right up the top. Being just a giant and winning, I think it was three and four years, which is pretty great effort. And I think the thing that really impresses me is his mental toughness. He he won one of those premierships during COVID. I think that's that's real. That's some feat, um, especially in the first year when no one knew what they were doing. That's that's quite some feat. But um, yeah, Collingwood North. Uh, I've become. Jack Inman's number one fan. I've got him. He's. I've. For this week at least, I've stopped supporting Carlton. I'm just supporting Jack Inman. Um, <laughs> so he's captaining my AFL fantasy team. So hope he goes all right. That's all I really care about from that game. Oh, Nick Dacos is all right. He plays. He plays in the back line. Bit of an underdog. Never really gets many touches. Um, then Adelaide Brisbane, which that's. That's probably going to be the game of the round this week, I reckon. That's, I put the Adelaide over. That'll be interesting because Adelaide, I think they got they got absolutely smashed last week. Oh, yeah, forty five points by the Bulldogs last week. They're um, but they're pretty good, especially up there in Adelaide on their home ground. They, anything would happen. That'll be an interesting watch. Um, yeah, it's probably a. About it for the footy. I've covered 15 minutes doing that. Get around me. Uh, I'll speak a little bit about the IPL. Haven't really been watching it. I'd, all the games fall too late, to be honest. But um, I think some Aussies are doing pretty well. Um, I think Davey Warner's going all right. Few few of them are going pretty well, but I wouldn't know. Cameron Green hit 100 the other day. I know that much. Um, but the fixture, who's still left? Uh oh, the finals tomorrow. Mm, interesting. Um, the Chennai Super Kings versus the Gujarat Titans. 
the thing about the IPL that I find so amazing. Three for two hundred and thirty-three. What? Like if that happened in the air, like in the big bash, that's just incredible. That consistently teams can get over two hundred, and it's just, that just blows my mind. If the big bash had something like that, then <laughs> if, if the big bash were able to get talent like that to make consistently over two hundred runs, is just incredible in the T Twenty. That's what I think the big bash is kind of missing. They just, it's a good score on the Big Bash is 150, if you know what I mean. Like, obviously, Indian cricket, if Indian cricket's the pinnacle of all cricket, right? They're, they're superstars and they always will be. Um, but, yeah. So, I suppose that's it's not an ex- ex- acceptate, that's not an excuse <laughs> to not, it's not an excuse to not have a massive, great, popular league like the Indians do. Um, listening to Mark Howard speak about India on the whole, um, that's going to India tomorrow actually, but it sounds like a pretty incredible place and they just really love it. So, yeah, they, it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know anything about both of those teams. I don't know how well they're going. Um, yeah, but... The only takeaway from the IPL would be how to make the Big Bash better. I think, yeah, because the Big Bash isn't what it used to be or probably whatever will be. It's just not, this is a bit blur at the moment. But we got the um the World Test Championship coming up and the Ashes. The World Test Championship interests me because what if it's a, I know there's something behind it, but what if it's a draw? Isn't there, is it, is it, like, I don't know, but if it's a draw, that would be interesting because I'd like to see what would have to go down there. But the thing that I don't, oh, I suppose I understand it, but why do I have to play it in England? They, um, it's just, it's, I know in England's, a, it's not even at the home group, it's the Oval, not Lords, but it's Australia's home game. Play it in Australia. It's not that hard, but yeah. And then the Ashes, I'm really looking forward to, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting how to see how we go. Davey Warner's really gonna that he interests me. I want. I'd, I'd like. I'd be interested to see how he goes. Um, good series, maybe end his series with a bang, or maybe bad series, it's the end of his career. But I think David Warner's had a great career. I don't know why he couldn't just call it now. Ended. Up, he should have called it after double hundred. To be honest, ended on a high. His decision, I guess. Um, yeah, that'll probably be about it for today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Bit of a shorter episode today, but yeah, let's get one done tonight. I haven't done one in a while, so I'll see you next week. Have a great day. See ya.